0: Hey, it's Mateo of Two Brain Marketing. On this edition of the Two Brain Marketing Podcast, I'm talking with Jonathan Watt from Townie, a fitness community. You'll learn about his experience from running a gym out of a gas station to owning a 5,000 square foot facility. You'll also learn about his advertising system and how he spent $286 on ads and generated over $5,000 in front-end sales. So you don't want to miss this. Make sure to subscribe to Two Brain Radio for more marketing tips and secrets each week. Two
1: Brain Radio is brought to you by Two Brain Business. We make gyms profitable. We're going to bring you the very best tips, tactics, and interviews in the business world each week. To find out how we can help you create your perfect day, book a free call with a mentor at twobrainbusiness.com. We'd like to thank another one of our amazing partners, Level Method. As a CrossFit gym owner, I know retention is key to keeping my business going for years to come. Retention is not easy, though. People want to see success, and if you don't show them early, they'll find a place that does. This is where Level Method comes in. With Level Method, you are now able to guide your members through an amazing structure that will give them a path to success. Once you have success, you instantly have motivation for them to continue which will now be delivered to your members. Start systemizing the creation of powerful moments for your members today. Go to levelmethod.com to book a free call.
0: Hello and welcome to the Two Brain Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Mateo Lopez, one of the digital marketing mentors at Two Brain Business. Thanks for tuning in. And in today's episode, we have a very special guest, Jonathan Watt, owner of Townie, a fitness community, and you'll learn about his experience and how in just one month, he spent a little less than $300 on ads, and added 10 new clients to his gym. So, Jonathan, how are you? I am good, Mateo. For those who don't know, that would be myself included, we just met today. For those who don't know, tell us a little about who you are, where you're from, and a little bit about your business.
2: I'm Jonathan Watt. Um, and, uh, we, uh, my wife and I live in Thomasville, Georgia. We've owned our gym, uh, for, it'll be four years in January. Um, which is crazy to think about. It's, a uh, It's been uh, a long four years. It feels like more than four years. (laughs) Gym years are are longer than, uh, than regular years. I think
0: think that's uh, definitely true.
2: (laughs) It's like dog years, but, uh, yeah. So we've owned our gym for about four years now. And, uh, yeah, so we, uh, we, we met originally in Tallahassee. Um, I was working at a gym in Tallahassee coaching, uh, ran a boot camp program there. Um, always had a dream of, uh, opening, uh, my own space. And, uh, you know, my wife, uh, encouraged me to pursue that dream. Um, she's been a big part of this as well. And, uh, so we moved kind of back to our, our hometown or our roots here in Thomasville, um, and, and opened our gym four years ago. Um, and then it's been, yeah, a wild journey since then.
0: What kind of a business is, is it a boot camp? Is it a functional fitness? What is it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're a CrossFit gym. We are an affiliate. Um, yeah. So we, uh, we primarily offer CrossFit. Um, and then obviously, you know, we have group classes, um, and then with the help of 2 Brain, you know, we've added personal training um, and uh, and nutrition coaching uh, as well recently, which has been really, really big uh, with the help of HSN. Um, so that's been awesome. Um, so yeah, we, with the help of 2Brain, we've started to really you know expand our offerings and be able to offer you know more things and be able to help more people uh, here in our community.
0: So tell me a little about the the name in the rebrand, perhaps tell me a little about yeah. the story there.
2: So, well, townie comes from, uh, there's actually, there was a, there's a small paper here in town, uh, in Thomasville, uh, called the Thomasville Towny. Uh, so that's kind of where we took our name from. Um, and, uh, it's originally my wife's idea so she can get credit for that. Um, and yeah, so we, uh, we, uh, we originally were CrossFit Townie. That was our our name or our brand. Um, and about, uh, two years ago, um, we, we decided to just kind of rebrand just with the way that we were going with things. And we were, you know, really looking to offer more, um, and add more to our business in terms of nutrition coaching and, um, as well as, um, personal training and things. And so, yeah, so our goal was just to, you know, really kind of, um, you know, be able to hopefully, uh, you know, let people become more receptive to us as a brand, um, you know, and not be maybe deterred away by CrossFit. Um, and so where we are, um, being in South Georgia, CrossFit, maybe I get, you know, in the bigger cities, it's it's obviously, you know, a very widespread and CrossFit is, but even still still here in Thomasville, um, you know, people, um, you know, don't necessarily know exactly what CrossFit is or maybe have, uh, you know, kind of an idea in their mind what they think it is based off of what they saw on TV one time, um, and so you know the the rebrand, uh, you know, has really kind of helped us, you know, get over that hurdle. Hopefully, initially, um, and get people in the door and show them that hey, this is this is our version of CrossFit and this is what we do and this is how we, you know, help people um, on a daily basis. You know, soccer moms to you know dads that are working you know nine to five and uh, just want to get healthier and fitter, and so uh, you know that's our goal.
0: How did you get into CrossFit? How did you find fitness?
2: So I, uh, I had a buddy in high school um, that never worked out uh, a day in his life. And uh, we were real good buddies. Uh, I was always in the, I always enjoyed working out. Um, I was in the gym um, at school and, and enjoyed, uh, you know, working out. And, uh, but he was a good friend of mine. And after we graduated, I saw him probably a few months after we graduated high school. And I ran into him and I was like, dude what have you been doing? Um, and, uh, and he said, man, i been doing CrossFit. And I was like, well, what is CrossFit? And uh, he said, Oh, come, come tonight, come to the gym and, and try it out. And, uh, so I was like, all right, well, I'm down. You know, I was always, I was up for something new. I was tired of doing bicep curls and, you know, just the traditional bodybuilding stuff. And I was like, I needed something, um, kind of being a, a former athlete. And, uh, so I went with him and, uh, and instantly I walked in and it was obviously, it was, it was in, I was, 2010. Um, and so it was, uh, it was certainly a different atmosphere than, than CrossFit gyms now as we've evolved and things, but it was, you know, it was grungy. It was, you know, it smelled, you know, like a gym locker room. Um, but it was awesome and I loved it (laughs) and instantly I was hooked. Um, and then from there, uh, you know, I, I, went to college, found a gym, um, was fortunate enough to really, uh, learn, uh, at a gym in Tallahassee there, uh, from the head coach there. And he really poured into me. Um, and knew, I knew that I wanted to help people, uh, you know, utilizing CrossFit and using uh, fitness, uh, as a medium to, to be able to work with people and help them, you know, not just with their fitness goals, but, uh, it's, it's so much more than that, uh, to people. So, um, you know, that's kind of where it all started.
0: So how did that switch happen though? Just loving CrossFit and then opening an affiliate. That's a, I mean, it's a common jump, but it's still, it's a big jump. So how did, what, what made you flip the, what was the the flip flip of the switch that made you want to, you know, go all in on it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I was fortunate enough where the the gym I was at in Tallahassee, um, gave me the opportunity to start kind of my own boot camp program, um, within the gym. Um, and I think that was probably, uh, the first kind of big step for me that was like, Hey, you know, maybe I can, you know, do this thing, you know, on my own. And, um, so uh so I was, you know, blessed to have that opportunity where they gave me the opportunity to build a boot camp program. Um and I had some success with it. Um and it kind of grew uh within this uh CrossFit gym, uh CrossFit Black Box Um in Tallahassee. And um so I think that, you know, kind of like showed me like, hey, you know, you can do this. You know, I think you know you can uh you you could be successful with this. And it always just been a huge, huge passion of mine, coaching uh in and of itself. I loved, you know, training, but just coaching people and um, being able to help people uh, was just something that you know, I had a huge passion for. And um, with CrossFit, I just, it just married those 2 things um, and really provided me that outlet to do that. Um, so I think on my own, I wouldn't have made the leap. Um, but uh, thankfully, uh, you know, with my wife's help and her encouragement, uh, she was a huge part in telling me and believing in me that you know, I can do this and we can do this and make it happen. Um, and so we, we kind of just went all in on it, uh, when we decided to open up our gym. And, um, I kind of think that's maybe the only way you, ha- you can do it, uh, is going all in. So, uh, that's what we decided to do. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been obviously definitely not easy. Um, but you know, we've, uh, uh 2 brand has been a huge help, um, and, and really, um, taking our business, you know, to the next level and, um, being, being able to provide, uh, you know, myself and, coaches uh uh, an opportunity to be able to do the things we love which is is help people
0: what was it like in those early days that first uh (laughs) six months of being open
2: yes it was uh it was tough uh so (laughs) i uh we uh we actually uh, we opened our first space was this little garage uh, little gas station used to be an old gas station oh really Uh, yes tell me
0: about that tell me about the space
2: yeah it was um it was like i think it was maybe like 800 square feet um and it was like two bay doors, um, where, you know, they'd cars would pull in and they would, uh, they'd fix them in there as well as they'd have, they had the old pumps out there as well too, with a big awning over it. Um, so we, uh, I spent about a month just renovating the space all by myself and I had no idea what I was doing. No construction experience, painting, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Was and, it still
0: uh, like when you, got, when you got it, had it, was it still being operated as a gas station or it had no. been something else for a while? No, and then, it was just
2: sitting vacant for a while. Oh, yeah. Wow, okay. For a while. Um, and so, uh, painted it, spruced it up and everything. And, and then literally, uh, you know, announced, Hey, we're opening the gym, uh, you know, next week, put it on Facebook and, uh, you know, here's our class times. And I was sitting up there at five thirty in the morning on day one, uh, just waiting <laughs> hoping somebody would show up
0: hoping and, uh, and praying.
2: hoping and praying and that was about the first six months was uh, you know hoping and praying uh, somebody would show up that day uh, to work out with us and uh, we could you know be able to help them and uh, but interestingly enough it's it's funny the uh, the, the night before we opened um, one of our coaches right uh, one of our, our coaches uh, today uh, he was our, our first client so he emailed us the night before and was like, hey, what's this CrossFit thing? I heard you guys are doing at the gas station. And uh, I was like, oh, come tomorrow, you know, come tomorrow at 4.30 in the evening and uh, I'll show you. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to look back on those early days and and see, uh, you know, the, yeah, just the, how we've evolved and how we've grown. Um, and now having that that client, our day one client, you know, uh, as part of our coaching staff is, is pretty cool uh, to see that evolution as well. But but yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we had plenty of workouts where we outgrew that little, that little, uh, 800 square foot, uh, garage. And then we were doing workouts in the parking lot. People were driving by us like we were crazy. And so, um, you know, after that, then we found a little bit bigger space and the current space right now, and it's kind of slowly grown, but yeah, the early days, just sitting and waiting, hoping somebody would show up. Those are, I, I look back on those and, uh, and, uh. They were, they were tough,
0: <laughs> but you obviously did grow. I mean, you had, you had people where you outgrew the space. So how, how yeah. did you grow back then?
2: Oh, shoot. I don't know. I, I just, by, like just, you said, just a, miracle. I a lot of prayer and, uh, and just, uh, we just, you know, we just tried to do a really good job we just tried to, you know, treat people the way we wanted to, you know, uh, care about people and show them, uh, you know, how we can help them and help them well. Um, and, and they told their friends thankfully. And, um, you know, it just slowly one person after the next, um, you know, came through the doors and, you know, we made it work. So, um, yeah, definitely. I think, I think prayer definitely was the big part of that though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So what was it like moving into the the bigger space?
2: That, that was pretty interesting too. So it was, uh, we've got a, we've got about 5,000 square foot now. Um, but we, uh, it was a I think it's the current space we're in now, but where we were at, or when we first moved in, we didn't occupy the entire space, so we actually were just like, "Hey, we can only afford, um, you know, this corner of uh, of the uh, building. Can we just rent this corner? Uh, and then when we grow, we can kind of expand into more space." And so, um, you know, I think that was that was, you know, fortunate that we were allowed to do that. We were able to do that um, because we didn't have to pick up and move somewhere else. You know, again. Um, and so I I was confident that we were going to grow, um, with kind of the way things were going and, but I didn't want to bite off more than I could chew. And so I think, you know, just being smart with, you know, how we were growing and, and kind of organically, you know, growing not only our space, um, but, you know, equipment and things like that as our membership grew, um, you know, kind of helped us slowly build out, you know, and grow into what we are today.
0: So it sounds like you were able to grow organically. If This was four years ago, the CrossFit name was still, I think, you know, there was a lot of value. It was still new. So, people, if you Googled it and you were the only one in town, you were going to be the only one that popped up. So, I think that probably definitely helped. What was then the catalyst for signing up for mentorship?
2: Well, I probably would say the biggest catalyst would be um, our son. Um, So, my wife uh, uh, became pregnant, was pregnant, and uh, we wanted to start a family. And I was coaching all the classes, wearing all the hats, doing all the things um <laughs> and uh we had had some success um but um you know, I was doing everything um and you know i was i i enjoyed it uh you know I enjoyed coaching, I enjoyed doing these things it was you know it was fun watching the gym grow, but I knew um you know for you know our family goals and what we wanted to you know do as a family that we uh you know we needed to legitimize our business and we need to um, you know be able to hire coaches and um, you know really step up our game and um, yeah it's it's funny uh, like you know anything in life like you know our, our family or you know marriage goals and things like that you know we look towards mentors or try to look towards people that we want to emulate and things like that um, and you know for business it just made sense it was like hey like I need a business mentor I need somebody that's you know, uh, doing or doing the things I want to do, or you know, is somewhere is the where I want to be down the road, um, and I need somebody to show me how to get there um, because I felt like I think at the time I was you know kind of maxed out my capacity, <laughs> and I was kind of like, man, I've like I've done everything I feel like I know how to do. You know, I don't really know what's next or how to get over this hurdle into this next step um, where I can you know be with my family more and spend more time with them. Um, and, uh, and that was probably the biggest goal that really pushed me towards mentorship and two brain, um, and, and looking for help and guidance with that.
0: And when was this?
2: Um, this was in January of this year. So actually our son was born last October. Um, and so after he was born, um, we kind of settled into everything, um, in January, uh, signed up for the incubator. Um, and so, yeah, I signed up for the incubator, um, and went through the incubator um, and then after the incubator, um, I think it was like, all right, now you can jump into two brain marketing uh, and turn the marketing on. And I was like, hold on, wait a second. Like, I don't think I'm ready. Um, and so I was why, still, why
0: didn't you think you were ready?
2: Yeah. So I, I was still, I mean, I was still wearing all the hats at that point. I'd gone through the incubator, you know, I was, you know, trying to, um, you know, implement all the things in the incubator really you know, transform my business and, um, you know, really uh, put all the processes in, in the infrastructure to, be able to sustain growth, to be able to, you know, bring in new people, um, and be able to sustain that for a long time. And so, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I remember I hopped on the first call, the first marketing call and I was just like, Hey, I, I don't think I'm ready. You know, I, I guess I'm, I'm still trying to catch up from the incubator. I'm still trying to, you know, get all these other things in, in place. And I was like, I think I want to revisit this, you know, once I'm ready. Um, and so I think that was a good thing. I did that, um, for sure. But, um, yeah. I, but now after we've turned on, you know, our ads and things like that, it's been, um, it's definitely helped a lot, you know, it would help us grow and, and really um, level up our business even to another level now.
0: So what were the pieces that were missing that you felt after the incubator you still need to put in? Was it staffing? Was it just the yeah. way in which you wanted to onboard people? Yeah. What was the missing piece? Hello,
3: my friends. It is Chris Cooper here. Since 2009, I have been writing daily blog posts, producing podcasts, videos, all kinds of stuff on social media with one mission in mind, to make gyms profitable. I came to that mission because I was an unprofitable gym owner. It almost ruined my finances. It almost ruined my career, my marriage, everything. And since that day, since I made my recovery, I have wanted to help other gym owners become profitable too. It's part of my mission to the world because... If you're profitable, you'll be here changing lives of thousands of your clients for the next 30 years. I think together we can have a tremendous impact. When we started Mentorship, I did every single call myself. I was doing up to 1,000 free calls a year, and I was doing 10 calls with people who signed up for our early Mentorship program. But the Incubator has been updated and improved a dozen times since then. Now the Incubator is really the sum of all of our experiences, With over 800 gyms worldwide in the Two Brain Mentorship Program, we can now learn from everybody. We can collate data. We can see what's working, where and when, and what the new gold standards are as they emerge. When somebody has a great idea, we can test it objectively and say, will this work for everyone or will it work for people on the West Coast or on the East Coast? We can do that with little things like Facebook ads. We can also do that with operations and opening times and playbooks. All the questions that you have about the gym, we can answer them with data and with proof now. That's the incubator. It's more than what I wrote about, it's more than my experience. It is the best standard in the fitness industry, period. And I hope to see you in there. I think both of
2: those things, main, main things that like you mentioned, I think staffing was obviously a big one. Um, we it was still, I think it was, I think I only had one or two coaches um, then, and, and really none of them. Uh, you know, we're doing a whole lot of personal training. I was doing kind of all the onboarding where there are coaching group classes. Um, and so, you know, we were, we we're still growing organically pretty well and almost kind of like as much as I could keep up with, uh, just with myself doing that. Um, and so that was where I was kind of like, I don't know if I can handle, you know, um, you know, an influx of, of new members right now. Um, and we're already kind of growing still organically at this point, point. Um, and so yeah, staffing was definitely the biggest one, um, and then just trying to iron out you know our onboarding process and make sure our retention you know was uh, you know where we needed it to be, where we we're keeping our current members, um, and, and kind of you know the client journey and all that. So um, yeah, I think that was probably the biggest thing that was kind of holding me back. I think I was maybe just a little bit scared too about what <laughs> I was like. Okay, I don't know what I'm you know getting myself into, so. Um, I think I just needed a little bit of confidence too that I was, you know, I can I could handle it.
0: You mentioned you have a, a you know, your first client ever ended up being uh one of your staff uh members. And I know you also mentioned before we hopped on, we were we were talking about the name change townie, of fitness community, like yeah, that's where we are a fitness community. You know, what do you what is your philosophy on the culture of your gym that you know, enable, uh, it, there's something to be said where you have someone who from day one was so in love with what you're doing, who then wanted to like be an act, take an active role in participating in your staff to, to take an active role in what you're doing. Uh, so, you know, what, what is the, you know, the philosophy, the culture at your gym and that you think maybe played a part in this person who became a, a an actual staff member?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah. And I know, you know, community is a word that's thrown around quite a bit in CrossFit and things like that. But, um, you know, I really, um, you know, feel like, you know, what we do and and our members, you know, really feel a sense of community and a real, um, you know, a real close knit bond, um, you know, with each other. And, um, you know, and, and we really try to, we really try to encourage that with, you know, things that we do in the classes on a daily basis. Um, you know, the way that our coaches, you know, we train them to, you know, treat our members on a daily basis, the way that we train our, our members to treat each other. Um, and sure. And we've had, you know, tons of you know, ups and downs and bumps in the road and, and things we've had to deal with with that, you know, through kind of our journey. And I think that's that's helped us learn, you know, the culture that we want and the people that we want not only on our staff, but, you know, also in our, in our membership, you know, in our gym on a daily basis. And as we kind of, you know, have taught them, you know, really, you know, how we want to treat each other, how we treat our members, you know, it's really, I think, impacted the way that, you know, the way that people from outside our gym view our gym too, you know, and so we try to put that out, you know, in social media and things like that, you know, that. I think Chris, like we steal some of the stuff from Chris was like the happy gym, you know, like, Hey, like, you know, we, we we're happy, you know, we support each other. We encourage each other. We're really big on that. Um, every day before, you know, we start a workout, our coaches tell all of our members to fist bump each other. And so everybody in our gym goes around, gives each other a fist bump. Um, there's just some small things culture wise that we've tried. Uh, to To promote and to get people to, um, you know, realize that, hey, it's not not just you working out with your headphones on by yourself. Like, you know, we are a community here to support each other. And, uh, you know, we want to build each other up and not, you know, tear each other down, be overly competitive and, and all that. So, um, you know, I think, you know, that that's really helped a lot. And now that we've got, you know, people that understand our culture, not just our coaches, but our members as well, it only attracts more people like that, you know, and through affinity marketing and, you know, bringing their friends in and they see that, you know, from the get go that, you know, this is how we do things here. And, uh, this is what we're all about.
0: So then in your words, what is it that you guys sell and how do you sell it?
2: We sell fitness. I mean, we sell, you know, we sell happiness and we sell confidence, I think, you know, and so, you know, those are the main things that, you know, I usually hear when people come to the gym and, you know, talk about, you know, what they want to achieve, you know, usually they say weight loss or this, that, and the other, but most of it has to do with, you know, happiness, fitness, uh, and confidence really. Um, and so, you know, uh, that, that goes far beyond, um, you know, just, you know, working out and losing weight and those things, you know, that, that goes a lot into, you know, just how you make people feel. And so, you know, from our coaches to our members, you know, we really emphasize, Um, you know, making people feel um, like they're valuable, you know, like they're, they're worth it. And like, they're, uh, they're awesome. You know, every time they come in the gym, uh, you know, from the moment they walk in the gym to the moment they leave, uh, even when they're outside the gym.
0: That's awesome, man. Speaking of what do you sell? Let's, let's talk about when you did finally transition over to the paid advertising. I know you worked with Sarah. What were, how did it go? What were some of the results?
2: Well, it, uh, the results were uh, kind of crazy. It was definitely a wild uh, just month. Uh, as soon as we turned on the ads, started getting leads in and uh, people booking no sweat intros. And so yeah, we spent our first month in October, we turned our ads on mid-October. And we spent uh, about $286. Um, and we brought in over $5,000 uh, in front-end revenue in October. And so yeah, it was uh it was a, a big, big um kind of a, a shock when we started seeing uh all these uh intros come in and my schedule was quickly booked up and uh and uh yeah, it was it was cool though. It definitely I, I really learned to enjoy kind of the marketing process and the sales process because I think you know a two-brain has helped a ton, you know, with with me, you know, in my mindset towards sales. Um, and, you know, really how, you know, we need to sell our services to, to survive and to be able to help people. Um, and so that, that mindset shift has helped me hugely. And then, you know, with these, uh, with this big influx of, you know, no sweat intros and, and meeting with people and talking with them about their goals. Um, I think that mindset shift really helped me, um, you know, be able to help people, you know, through sales. Um, and so I, I really enjoyed, I really began to enjoy and be able to practice those skills um, during those free intros. Um, and that helped me a lot, you know, I think in, um, you know, really understanding the value of what we're doing and also, uh, you know, develop my, my skills, you know, and being able to, to help people better and guide them towards how we can help them. So um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy for sure.
0: <laughs> and what about November. We just uh, started November,
2: November. Yes, just started November. Um, so we had to turn our ads down uh, just because we were having trouble kind of keeping up with everything and trying to make sure we had everything uh, in place to be able to take care of all these new members. Um, but uh, we turned we spent $44.71 this month. Uh, and we brought in uh, $1,380 uh, this month in November in front-end revenue. So.
0: That's amazing, man. And what was the what was the resistance or the attitude towards selling before the incubator and before the marketing piece? Cause a lot of people have that, right? A lot of gym owners, especially if they start the, like, it's their first business or they're starting themselves uh, after being like a coach for a while. Uh, And, you know, how would you describe the resistance that you had?
2: Yeah. Well, I think, I think Coop describes it well as like, you know, like the slimy salesman, you know, I think that's what people think of when you think of, you know, the slimy salesman and, um, and you know, when you shift that mindset to, you know, helping people and just, hey, you know, guiding them to the best option to truly help them. And and like I said at the beginning, you know, like that's that's why I opened a gym. You know, that's why we got into this business was to to genuinely help people and um, you know, just being able to guide them to the best option, you know, to help them the best, you know, is if we're not doing that, we're doing that, we're doing them a disservice. And um so that mindset shift I think has helped me, you know, immensely. And then also I think just realizing that, hey, we I can't help we can't help everyone. Um and I know, you know, at the beginning, you know, when we first opened our business, it was like, I want to help everybody, you know, or I just wanna, you know, so you end up, you know, giving discounts here yeah. and you know, free memberships here. Everyone come
0: work out for free. Yeah,
2: exactly. I want to help everyone. Like, exactly. And 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 that, you know, that that help, you know, that that natural uh, you know. Um, the desire to, to be able to help people in in us, you know, is great. But you know, there there's a price tag with that, you know. And and to be able to support, you know, what we're doing, and you know, assist and build a sustainable business and pay my coaches, um, you know, we have to. Here's just the price tag. And um, so, yeah. And I think it gave me a lot of confidence too in what we're selling and what we're doing. Um, and I know that we can help people, and I know that this is the best way that we can help people. And um, so, I think. You know, in the adding value piece, I know Coupa's talked about that a lot. With you know, um, not necessarily um, you know trying to like bring your price down or price to you know whatever you're offering, but you know, here's a price. What can we give that person? You know that it, that it is that valuable, and and so that's really what we've tried to to do with you know. The, the things that we offer uh, people is try to provide, you know, as much value as possible. Um, and so, you know, I'm really confident in that now. And I think two brand has really helped me help give me the confidence in, in what we're doing with people and, and how we're helping them.
0: I want to take a step back. You, you mentioned when you first did the incubator, um, it took you a while to put some of the things into place, but what was the first real shift you saw in the first big change? Cause it sounds like it was you, And maybe someone else. I don't know if you had other staff in the beginning and then, and then now it sounds like you have a little bit more staff and more growth. So what was the really first big change you saw uh, going through mentorship?
2: Um yeah it was just I was just myself that went through the incubator. I think maybe the first big shift I mean I think just getting the just the the playbook the the standard operating procedures like in writing um you know writing down I had some just some rough things um like hey this is you know how group classes should run but um you know I really didn't have it laid out in detail of exactly what the coaches should do and expect of them. Um and so you know I when we when we hired our first coach, um, uh, you know, I found myself, you know, being like, oh, "Why aren't they doing it like this? You know, why, why aren't they doing it? You know, the way I do it? You know, what, what is wrong with them? You know." And really, I hadn't I hadn't told them exactly how I wanted them to do things. Um, and so, you know, writing all those things down, writing all those you know SOPs down, putting them in a playbook, um, and you know, all of our passwords, our you know the operating procedures, the you know, closing, opening, just all those things, I think, were just really helpful in, um, you know, really training my staff and and coaches and and really giving them the expectations that I had for them. And then not, you know, feeling like I was just like frustrating myself all the time, because things weren't being done how I wanted them to, when I never had taught them how to do them in the right, the right way
0: in the first place. So awesome. And so what was the process like for you? Once you got like all these leads coming in, what happened when someone opted in and and booked an appointment, what happened uh, after that point for you guys?
2: So once someone uh, books an appointment or a free intro, um, I would always try to follow up with at least a text message. Um, so that was pretty helpful. Um, I, f- I did run into so at the beginning where, you know, people would no show or, you know, uh, would schedule an appointment and I'd be waiting there, you know, to meet them and I'd be like, ah, where are they? But uh, following up with a text message uh, right away or a phone call right away, you know, Hey, you know, I saw you booked a no f- uh, free intro. Um, you know, can't wait to meet you. I'm Jonathan introducing them. And I think, uh, or introducing myself, Uh, I think putting that like personal, like me behind the phone or me like, Hey, I'm Jonathan, I'm going to be here waiting for you meeting with you uh, when you come in, um, really helped a lot once I started doing that to get people to show up to those appointments. And so I saw a huge jump in people showing up for their appointments, um, doing that and then also sending them like a text reminder the day of uh, their appointment and saying, Hey, you know, Here, I'm. uh, You know, we got your appointment scheduled. You know, text me back, hey, just to confirm that you're going to be here too. So that helped, and let me know if you need to reschedule. So that personal touch point helped a lot. Um, But then, yeah, so that was kind of the communication uh, before they would come and sit down with us. Once they come in and sit down, uh, we chat with them. You know, get to know them a little bit better, Um, and and that that process I really enjoy just to really get to know people and. You know, hear about you know wh- wh- why why are they here? You know, what do they want? You know, what are their goals? And uh, I truly you know enjoy talking with people about that. And so, um, and then you know put them on the in body. You know, which is great. We got an in body recently, which I think really helped uh, us with especially our nutrition um, because all of our new packages that we have been selling uh, with our six week challenge through the marketing, um, like ninety percent of them uh, signed up with nutrition um, which was huge. So I think, you know, the in body and utilizing that and explaining to them, you know, how important nutrition, uh, was going to be, uh, to their, you know, to their success, uh, I think really helped, uh, you know, guide them to the best option for them. And, uh, and then, yeah. And then, you know, hopefully sign them up from there and get them, uh, get them rocking, you know, within 24 hours, ideally. Um, but yeah, so that was, that's kind of the intro process.
0: I like the use of the in body, especially if you're going to try and up the, front end offer ticket price with the nutrition. I think that's really critical. Yeah. That's awesome, man. We're coming up on the end of time here, but, uh, it sounds like you've had, you know, a lot of growth, especially this, uh, in this year and that you've come a long way, uh, from starting off in the, in the first, uh, gas station gym, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do you, what do you attribute to your growth and your success so far?
2: I honestly, I think, Mentorship. I think having a mentor, I think not only having, you know, a mentor, um, but having uh, just the, the Facebook group, the Two Brain Facebook group, I think has been immensely helpful. Um, but more of a, a community of gyms that are, uh, I mean, you know, literally at the tip of the spear, you know, doing, uh, practicing the best practices in the gym fitness industry um, and being able to learn and see you know, uh, how the best gyms in the world are doing things and then try to implement those in my gym. Um, so the mentorship and then just the community of other gyms that are, you know, doing the the best things for their clients uh, on a daily basis, and then trying to implement as many of those things as I can, uh, in our gym, uh, I think has been, uh, the key to, you know, our growth and to um, you know, taking our business to the next level. Um, we've got a long way to go, but you know, it's uh, just the, the, the two brain group and the mentorship has been the, the really, I think, the key. Um, I don't think. I would have a gym right now anymore um, with uh, we've got another kid on the way uh, in January. Oh, so, that's great. Congrats. Yeah, so, yeah, thanks. so, so I don't think we would have, we would have a gym anymore. I think I would have probably tapped out um, if I did not, you know, join two brain back in January. Um, and now I can really see, see a path to where, um, you know, I can create a successful and sustainable business um, that supports uh, not only me and my family, but you know, coaches in the future um, and hopefully, you know, full-time coaches and, and, uh, and, and, you know, um, be, be an asset to, to my family. <laughs> and so, uh, so that's, uh, that's kind of my goal.
0: That's awesome, man. And congrats again on the, on the, on another newborn on the way. If people want to find you, talk to you, go and hit you up, uh, you know, down South, how can they find you?
2: Well, our gym, uh, Instagram is uh Towny fitness co usually that's probably where you can reach me. I'm not on my personal Instagram that often. Um, but that's usually the space, uh, where you could reach me or our gym. I'm on Facebook, Jonathan Watt on Facebook. I'll be on, I, I check Facebook occasionally. Um, but the gram is where it's at. So, uh, so usually on the gram, uh, Townie fit at Towny fitness co, um, come check us out. And, uh, yeah, but that's it.
0: Awesome, man. Thank you. We'll talk to you later.
2: All right. Thanks.
1: Thank you for listening to Two Brain Radio. Make sure to subscribe to receive the most up-to-date episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. To find out how we can help create your perfect day, book a free call with a mentor at twobrainbusiness.com.